This year has been wild in the NFL, man. I know, Dude, man. I love it. I just I can't like wait for playoffs because you just don't know what's going to happen. I know betting is. My friends are just like, what oh the my hell? Gosh. We what yeah. we're doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who my would ever think the Jets would beat the Bills? Or right. How fantasy? Uh, I called that one. Did you? Did I, you? Nice. I actually took it in one of did my you? one of my uh, survivor pools Pick or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. Did you? Um, did you take the Commanders of the Eagles? No. That was, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would get that right. Taylor oh. Heineke though, he looks like a baller. Every you time know, he's on there, he, he plays good. Oh my gosh! You know what the crazy thing is about it? What? He didn't throw for a single touchdown that game. <laughs> and they still won. And they still won. You know what? Brad he, Johnson won a Super Bowl. There you go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and his backup was Rob Johnson. <laughs> Trent, what's his name? He did too. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. yeah. Nick Foles won a Super yeah. Bowl. Game managers, man. That's a real thing. Yeah. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs. A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. I think that was the best, like, intro level-wise. Really? You've, you've ever good. done? Yeah, I didn't have to do anything. Well. They were uh, perfect. I mean, behind the scenes, we've already recorded one episode, so I have beer in me already. Well, it doesn't matter because usually you start <laughs> you out hot. up, yeah. Yeah, you start out hot, and so. I got to turn you down, but then in the episode, I got to turn you up. Back up. So the next episode, I got to turn you back down mm. again. I didn't have to do that this time. I get excited. This yeah. is how the sausage is made, folks. There mm. you go. Right there. Behind the scenes. Uh, so from Fremont Brewing Company oh, this boy. week, uh, this is this has got Brian written all <laughs> over it. Is it because of the Yeti on the label? There, there is a big there Yeti, a hairy oh, man on the. Is front. this Fremont like Fremont? Fremont? Like Not Fremont, Nebraska. Oh, okay. no. very so little Washington. good comes out ah, of Fremont, Nebraska. Gotcha. I was going to say there's a brewery there, but I didn't think it was called Fremont. Hmm. There is. Is there yeah, really? There is. Yeah. yeah. It's not the, bad either. It's not the. Golf course one. Is no, it? no, it's that's, um, yeah. That's my friend Jeremy yeah, out. That's in, in uh, Norfolk. Norfolk. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so from Fremont Brewing, uh, we have Barrel Aged Bee Bomb oh, Limited <laughs> Release 2020. Oh, mama. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, it's Their cold stouts outside. Are just like legendary. That's that's what I read, man. This yeah. This is one of those. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have a second pour mm-hmm. there you go plus it's a bomber which you don't see yeah. hardly anymore well we're gonna have to have a second pour to finish that that's so. right this came from my uh my friend and my newly retired friend uh rambo matt rambo ran uh rambo's longhorn liquors in Estes park colorado i came in one day and uh i, I hadn't seen him for a while and i'll talk more about him and his, mm. his, his, his wife uh, christy here in a little bit but uh i hadn't seen him for a few months and I came in, and uh, I brought him some cross strain like I normally would. Yeah. There you go. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, Rich, I've, I've been waiting for you. I got I got something. This is, I saved one of them for you, and this was it. So, Dang. Yeah. I mean, when you're in the game for 60 years, you got to retire, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what he was doing? He was, yeah. Well, his mom owned the uh, liquor store before he did. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Mom so owned the liquor family, store. Family liquor store. That's what I'm talking about. And then uh, then he, him and his wife took over. And uh, it was it was by far he's one of my one of my first friends there in Estes Park that I met, and I always huh. look forward to seeing Rambo. So. so how are you going to keep up with him? I don't know. I don't know. 
we're friends on Facebook. Uh, you know, that's maybe about you can it, shoot so. him a message and say, "Hey, I'm going to be at the uh, nice pizza spot. Yeah, and come down and have a pie. Come down Boom. to Antonio's, and which yeah. is right next door, by the way, to uh, just saying. to Rambo's. <laughs> Got to keep it going here. But we'll talk about them. Let's talk about the beer first. So let's uh, do it. Fremont Brewing is located the their Urban Beer Garden. Did you see pictures of this place? Yeah looks amazing their website was pretty sweet holy smokes uh 1050 north 34th street seattle washington open 11 a.m to 9 p.m every day and that's what it said day day. day. that's how it was spelled on the website a lot of r's (laughs) i was like i like these guys there you go i like the smell of this beer Mm -hmm. i haven't tasted it yet i'm scared to because i'm gonna drink it it's too fast it's very barrelly oh it smells Mm barrelly yeah i just want to like just Mm. put my tongue in it Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's good. Mm. That's my happy place right there. What's the bear, what, what's the ABV on this? Like a million? 13? I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't um, write it down. Let me look. It's got to be on the bottle. Uh, Should be. Let me look real quick. It is twelve point eight. So yeah, basically, right. I mean, my tongue told see? me it was around thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's got the wax seal and everything. Oh yeah, their their bottles are very recognizable in this in the yeah. craft beer world that yeah. long wax strip it, everyone has it oh okay yeah. that's kind of like their it's thing on purpose yes it's mm. on purpose yep i do wish it wasn't right over the front of the yeti bigfoot guy uh, yeah. but you know that's okay mm-hmm. well, what do you, you do? kind of move it like that it's like a windshield wiper right across his privates mm-hmm. right <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like uh three locations to these guys uh one of the things that grabbed my attention first was in the subject when I typed them in to search them, because there's a couple different Fremont brewing things or breweries or whatever, uh, just said free pretzels. Free pretzels. Yep. I was like, okay, wow. go to a place. You know, they might have some trail mix or some yeah. beer, whatever. Pretzels yeah, right. is a good thing to have. Keep you thirsty. Keep you drinking. Mm-hmm. That's like the uh, Gillette Brewing Company we did a while back where the front of the building just said pizza. Yeah. That's there all you go. Yeah. yeah. So... I guess it worked for Cheers, right? Norm always had some pretzels or whatnot. Mm-hmm. There you go. Keep you drinking beer. Uh, next thing I got to check out, after I figured out this was, in fact, the brewery, mm-hmm. uh, was the merchandise section, right? Of course. I got to see what I want. You know, if, if perfect world, I can just get one thing from every place we do an episode of it. That would be great. Uh, they had a Kraken hockey sweater. Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Well, they have a beer with a Kraken on the label. So okay. it is not a direct NHL tie-in. However, it, w- it seems to work pretty well up of course. there for them. Uh, 50 bucks seemed cheap to me for, for an actual hockey-style hockey sweater. sweater. Mm. Yeah, that Usually is they're like cheap. Usually like 100 bucks or yeah. something, right? Another thing they had, I don't know if maybe I've seen it once before, it was a hammock, a branded hammock with rope kit. I, I want to say we've had that before. Maybe though. one time. Yeah. Here's one that we haven't had. Uh, a logoed, branded um, grinder. We're not talking black pepper grinder. We're talking uh, in Washington where the marijuana uh-huh. is legal. Oh. Uh, they had a little thing to uh-huh. do your grinding, which oh. is the little logo right on there. And I was like, okay, that's $20. Sure. If you live there and then you're into that, go ahead. Uh, a slap koozie. So like a slap bracelet yep. you know, that we all had as a kid. Maybe you didn't. Um, I had one. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have a koozie that's like that. Oh. And it snaps a right slap on there. slap koozie. I would say slap it and then open the beer. Yeah, mm. or a good idea to slap slap after. it and then let it sit a little because I would be, I'd be worried yeah. about the. It's gotta you know, be the pretty long then, right? It's mm. like, 
So if you just take a koozie and like cut it, just cut it, yeah, and just kind of spread it out. That's that's how big it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh. It's not very big. That seems like a math problem, and I'm, I'm not ready work? to do like a reverse <laughs> radius. Yeah, I'm guessing it did. Okay, it was five bucks, and then they had a twelve ounce stainless can koozie thing. So kind of like a Yeti or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah. but it was branded and it looked really cool. It was like fifteen a, bucks, like a brewmate, like that. Yeah, oh. exactly like that. There you go. Year-round beers. This is their core group, right? So I wrote them down because I wanted to try them all. Mm-hmm. This is a brewery, especially for their stouts, I've known about. I've never really had any of their stuff. I might have had one of their beers before. Um, and I only know about them for their stouts. So to see other beers, I was just like, oh, it's kind of like the gravy. You know, the mashed potatoes <laughs> are here, and these are all the gravy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Lush IPA. Legend is cold IPA. I don't know what that means. Legend is cold. No, it just says legend. It's a cold IPA. Oh, okay. I say I that. So it's oh. just called legend. Oh, legend. Okay. okay. Um, there's a beer called the Interbon, I-N-T-E-R-B-A-N, Interbon IPA, okay. West Coast style, 80 IBUs. Whoa. I had to do some digging because I was like, what is this? It looks, there's look like a rail car on it, like the trolley from Mr. Rogers. Right. That's what it is. Oh. So there's a... It used to be like a light rail. We're talking about that here locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, in San Francisco, they have them in places, but it's just a rail car system. Mm-hmm. And it connects downtown Seattle with the neighborhoods, like the suburbs. So it was how people would get to work. And it was called the Interbon. And there's this sculpture that they did in the late 70s. This guy did up there locally. And it's like six people and a dog under this shelter waiting for the Interbon to show up. Okay, It's made out of cast aluminum. And it's probably the most popular interactive art piece, maybe in America. The artist was like, do whatever you want to it. I don't care. I made it. Here it is. So people will like paint it. They'll mm. put costumes on it. They'll decorate it for holidays. They'll, mm. why, one of the pictures I saw of it had, it was like all painted black. And then they, somebody just painted, painted eyes on the, the eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just whatever you want to do, you feel like you're artsy or whatever, Interesting. go ahead and, and do that. And that's fine hmm. with them. And it's been that way for almost 50 years now, I guess. So huh. it's uh, normally, I think people are scared to touch art or it's like to be looked at. And yeah. this guy was like, nah, get in there and do what you want to do to it. Interesting. You, you guys are enhancing this thing. Hmm. Um, so that's just a little thing I went down, a little rabbit hole. Uh, sky Kraken. Sky Hazy, Kraken. Yeah, Sky Kraken. Hazy Pale Ale. Then they had a beer just called Golden, which is their Pilsner. Okay. Disco Wolf, which is their Hazy Double, so Whoa. a Deppa. And then Dark Star, mm-hmm. Imperial Oatmeal Stout. So mm. I have a bottle of Dark Star. The one I got the year, the next year from, from Rambo was the Dark Star. And that's, I wasn't sure which one we were doing. Mm-hmm. I almost did some music tie-in research on that. And then I was like, no, nah, I found something different. Mm, okay. So we're going to do that. Okay. Um, then I had some collab beers. These guys are... I mean, they're making beer a lot. They're not just making four or five. They're doing it all the time. They have this beer called Shaka West Coast IPA, which is a collaboration with Pizza Port, which is a big California brewery. Mm. They're known for their pizza. They're known for their beer. It's some of my untapped people I have on California are there a lot. So Interesting. It's not something we can get here. Um, I don't even know if they can it. Honestly, I don't know if you can just get it at the breweries that they have, but that's one that I found. They have a series called Head Full of Dynamite. Whoa. 
which is like, it looked like the rotating IPA series. So mm -hmm. they do like a fresh hop or a single hop. Maybe it's, you know, Mosaic or maybe it's Amarillo, probably not, but something like that. Or one of those New Zealand ones or a hop with no name yet to H2641, whatever. Yep. And they just rotate through those that like look like six times a year. So it's funny that you went to uh, H264. <laughs> You know what that is, right? No, what? No. That is a, um, it is a file name that you export videos out of. Every oh. video that we export here in Atlas is H264. Weird. Weird. Yeah. This beer is giving me magic powers. <laughs> there you go. Whoa. I did wow. not know that. Did I didn't, you? Shit, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't even export a video. I wouldn't mm. even know how. Um, they have a beer, uh, one of their seasonals. And right now it would be hitting the stores. It's their Imperial Winter Ale. Oh, okay. Eight percent. IBU's forty-five. So, you know, there's it's mostly a malty something to it. IBU. Yeah. Um, supposed to taste like roasted chocolate, graham cracker, dried fruit, mm, burnt yum. and spice notes. Yeah. So just like a winter warmer style beer. Yep. yep. And that's the one that is now. Now they have four seasonals, and that's the one that would be currently mm. okay in your store. Um, this website had something I'd never seen before, ever, in any of the research, in any of my off-the-clock research, and it was like a freshness chart. Okay. So it said, here's the kind of beers we have, all, had all the beers. Then it said, from purchase date, when it had a chart there, and then it said, how many days it's good for? Oh. On the right side. So it's, you know, like three months, six months, whatever. So if you buy beer, you see the bottle marking on it, mm -hmm. you go to this on their website, and it'll tell you if it's good I mean, I guess you could do that if you're buying it in a store or sure. something. Yeah. Because that's probably the, you know, it's out of their hands at that point. Mm -hmm. They want to make sure you're buying something that's good and fresh. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen that anywhere. Seems like a very Jim Cook, Sam Adams yeah. thing to do, right? Seemed, it was interesting. And it was like a little bit of the scroll down, but it was right there. And it had everything listed, all the series. Mm -hmm. Not every beer individually, but in the series names. And uh, I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Smart. I've never seen that before. So yeah. that's just the brewery information that I have for well, us. I'm going to drink some of this beer. Because beer thirsty. matters. It's all over their website. It's on It's on the front of their bottle, Fremont, because beer matters. It's on their website. It's everywhere. Hmm. So I guess that's, I mean, they take that very seriously. Yeah. I'm going to read the label real quick. Okay. Because I couldn't, I didn't know where this was. I didn't know what beer we were doing. I'm just a happy surprise. Well, here. I mean, even with the, uh, like the wax seal and if, if every bottle has that long drip, like you said, like, yeah, yeah, they take it seriously. Like mm -hmm. that's a branding thing. Like they think about every aspect yep. of, of their beer and it shows. As far as I know, at least the local play, places that do these very special waxings, this is a hand done yeah, deal. Probably. Like you don't have a probably, machine that does yeah. this. Mm -mm. Especially get the drip. Yep. Mm -hmm. To get a drip like so that. So every somebody's touching every one of these bottles, which isn't always the case. Mm -hmm. All right. It says this year's release of the Bee Bomb is aged in eight to twelve year old American oak bourbon barrels and mm -hmm. is a blend of nine, twelve, and twenty four month old barrel aged winter ale. No kidding. So it's okay. all that beer mixed together. Hmm. Bee Bomb achieves distinct bourbon oak cacao leather Toffee. Le leather. Leather. Okay. And dark coffee notes from its extended barrel aging and barrel blending. Each mm -hmm. barrel contributes a different note. And combining each barrel to create a coherent tone is a distinct art and true pleasure. Please do enjoy this unique barrel aged ale today, but know that Bee Bomb will age gracefully for at least another five years. Mm. Wow. Don't be afraid to be abominable. So it's an abominable mm. snowman, I guess. I guess there. Yeah. And it's got some nice hops and some grains on the on the label. Um, 
when you're talking about blends, mm-hmm. that's another level. Yeah. I mean, you're you're paying for that because that's a, that's a tedious process. There's only a couple of breweries that even do it. Like, wow. Yeah. Like the uh, Firestone is one that I right? that comes to mind. Yep. For me. But that's, yeah, it's just sloshing it around and like, take a little bit of this and a little <laughs> bit of that. And taste and taste it. it and yeah. like, nope, needs a little bit more of that one. And the, the, crow. the bourbon and the cacao, I think, are mm. the front notes for me. I mean, mm. the yep. as soon as I drank it, I'm like, ooh, this bourbony. Ooh, this is like I took a bite of chocolate all in mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So, Hey, good call. Uh-oh. Like oh. Oh. We have a oh, bonus beer. No. I haven't even finished my. No, it's not a bonus oh. beer. Oh. oh, oh, tis the season. There you go. The Queen Anne cordial <laughs> cherries. I figured right. a little cherry would probably go good with a barrel aged beer, some yeah. chocolate. I've never had one of those in my life, by the way. Seriously, you've never had yeah. a cherry? No, really, no. So my these dad, are like my grandpa's favorite. Yeah, it's yeah. my dad's favorite, and like he would get one box of these, uh-huh. and we were not allowed to touch it. Oh, that was his. Thing. It was yep. his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you, is it a one pop deal or do you yeah. chew it or Yeah, what? you don't want to, the, the stuff in the inside will like pour out if you just oh, take a goodness. bite of half of it. Okay. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? It's tis the season-ish almost. We're getting close. They're mm-hmm. on the shelf. There you go. Why not? Let's pop Why this. not? Let's pop this open. You know, this. those two words right there, I live a lot of my life. That's, that's a good motto. Why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Wouldn't be an episode if I don't get it on the table. Right. right? Yeah, we didn't spill the beer. You didn't spill the beer, but you had mm. to drop the chocolate. Yeah. Oh, mm. boy. All right. I'm going for it. Here you go. go there on. you go. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this. I'm going to take a drink. And no see drink. Happened. So founded in 2008, Fremont Brewing was born uh, out of a love to... Here we go. Was born out of our love for our home and history, as well as the desire to provide, to prove that beer made with the finest local ingredients... Organic, when possible, is not the wave of the future, but a doorway to the beer's history. Starting a brewery in the midst of the Great Recession is clearly an act of passion, but we invite you to come along with us and enjoy that passion because beer matters. Directly off their website. Mm. So, mm. Queen Anne milk chocolate, mm. cherry-covered chocolate. Mm-hmm. Makes it, oh my goodness, just nice. Yeah, that's nice. It's very sweet, but then when you drink the beer, it kind of cuts that sugary it does. Yeah. candy mm-hmm. taste, which is nice. Yep. Yeah, the Marchino cherries, I've they're kind of I love them a lot. God, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. The real they ones, are. man. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! I no saw kidding. some yesterday. They're twenty four bucks a jar. Jeez, wow. Uh, okay, so two founders, Matt Lincecum. I'm going to go with Lincecum, like Tim Lincecum, but I think so. Maybe L I N C E C U M. Okay, Lincecum. I'm going to go with that. A longtime environmentalist, community organizer, and home brewer. Uh, but, mon- but to make a living, he became an attorney and specialized in the beverage mm. and hospitality industry. Mm. Nice. Uh, and then uh, then he, the, one day he thought, you know what? Why am I doing this for everybody else? I'm going to do it for myself. Perfect. Uh, connected with longtime do-gooder. They should put that on the website. Longtime <laughs> do-gooder. do-gooder. Sarah Nelson. Uh, she earned her PhD in cultural anthropology at the University of Washington, but bailed out from academia to pursue a, pursue a career in public service and landed as a public policy ad- advisor for the Seattle City Council. This is a public service, what she's doing. Totally. Well, uh, 
Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as fun as that sounds, she left to help launch Fremont Brewing, where she now leads the company's sustainability efforts and Boom. external relations, including comp- community partnerships and government relations. Uh, you know, whenever, whenever a business has a little sign outside that's like LEED certified or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel good walking in. Yeah. I just do. I don't they know try. what it is. I mean, they, they just, try. just try. Yeah. yeah. That's why I started going to Come and Go. Yeah, they're lead they're certified. Lead certified. Mm-hmm. Huh, I yeah. didn't know that. All right, let's talk about my friend. Okay. Yeah, so you guys said it a couple weeks back. Um, uh, you, you feel like you know the guy or mm-hmm. whatever. So uh, in, this, in this no secret, my wife and I, uh, we paid off our house a number of years ago. And uh, one of the places she would go as a child was Estes Park, Colorado. And her mom went there as a child. And oh, wow. like, her grandparents it's went there. All in the family then. Yeah. Oh, it's, yes. Uh, her, let's see, her grandpa, I want to say her grandpa had the opportunity to buy some land at $150 an acre out there and like that's too much that's too expensive back in the day right yeah "Ah, that's too much or whatever totally should have done that by the way um but so they've been going it's been in their blood for years and we were just dating the first time we went and i absolutely fell in love with it beautiful mountain park Mm -hmm. no skiing uh all hiking right outside of of rocky mountain state Mm -hmm. park or rocky mountain national park i'm sorry and uh one of the first people i met well we we bought a little condo there Mm because we thought i'm tired of after probably oh gosh i don't even know how many years uh, we were tired of just going up there and, and just renting places or sure, whatever. Yeah. We wanted a little place of our own. So we bought a little condo up there. And it's I could walk to Rambo's from there. So one of oh. the first people I met. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was one, that on purpose? Uh, no. no. Just a happy accident. Just a happy oh, accident. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, one of the first people I met who kind of, uh, who, who was just one of those genuine dudes was Matt Rambo. And... Uh, uh, come to, we became friends. Uh, he loves he loves beer. He loves wine. He's a whiskey guy. Oh, okay. Um, they would go they would go do whiskey and bourbon tours, oh, and wow. then the place that his his liquor store would then like buy a bunch of barrels, and then they would get to choose like okay, what what are we gonna do with this, or mm-hmm. what barrel is it gonna be, or whatever, yeah. and yeah. you know that type of thing. So. Uh, his mom owned the store for uh, it's been in the family for twenty three years. His mom owned the store for, uh, oh, let's see, 20 years before them. So, I mean, it's maybe a little bit less. Like, he worked up, or a little bit more. Uh, him and his wife, uh, Christy, worked there. My brother actually knew her. She worked in uh, different liquor stores in Denver for a while. Oh. And my brother was there with me one day because he worked. He delivered for, for a distributor there for a number of years and ran into Christy and his wife. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing out here? And that's kind of how we, we all got to know each other. Uh Sadly, not, not sad for me because I'll miss my friend. Yeah. Uh, he sold he, he sold the family store back in July. Uh, COVID was hard. It was it was tough. I mean, when you, you live in a you live in a town that relies on tourism. Yeah, and two years worth of no tourism, right? Yeah. This has been tough. And for sure, finding employees was tough. Like I would, I I talk to them about that often. Is finding good help and you know yeah. that type. Now he's got some. He had some great employees that were working there. But keeping you know, surges through the summer and that type mm-hmm. of thing with yeah. keeping employees, it was a, it was a difficult job. But uh, So Matt and Christy live in a town just outside of Estes Park, up in the mountains. And uh, I, don't, I don't know when I'm going to see him again, but mm. I'm happy for him. I'm happy he got to retire. What does he want to do? Do you know? Have you talked to him about don't what his, his plans were? We never had those conversations. I didn't think it was in his... Oh, it wasn't in the... I didn't think. In the sights, huh? Yeah, he never I don't was know. like, well, Rich, I'm thinking about hanging him up. Mm, never. Never had oh, that conversation. Man. You know, I, as a kid, 
up until probably the last five years, I never thought I would ever retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was never something I even considered. I, I figured I'd be dead. I was like, or I'll work till I'm forever. Yeah, that's kind of So we'll see, yeah. see how that goes. But being a, like my mom is recently retired and my stepdad's about to retire. My mother-in-law's retired. I'm just like, oh, that is the dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom's like busier than she ever was before at work and just loving it. And I yeah. was just like, oh. I hope I can get there someday. Well, and I mean, it's no secret. Atlas has reached a point of success where we've had offers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the offer, what do you do? I right. Don't, I don't. You got to have some meaning to your existence, right? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I Selfishly, I think I finally found something that I'm good at at the age of 48. <laughs> I don't want to find anything else. Like, sure. I want to keep doing this. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's... And then I get to do cool things like drink beer during a, you know, on a Wednesday. <laughs> Queen Anne cordial Exactly. Cherries. There you go. Mm. So that's the, that's a little background on my friend, uh, Matt and Christy Rambo. I hope they have an awesome retirement or whatever they decide to do. And I hope I run into them there at Antonio's Pizza or, oh, yeah. you know, someplace mm. like that in Estes Park next time I'm there. You just make me want to go to Estes. Every time you talk about yeah, it, I haven't been there in so long. I want to go it's so, this it's, summer. My wife was like, hey, you should hit up Rich. I want to go to Estes this summer. <laughs> See if we could stay at his place. Summer's <laughs> tough because we're there usually. Like right. that's, but yeah. man, you want to go in the off season or whatever? Like there's yeah. nobody there right now. You want to uh, go hang out? Which is weird is you say the off season and that's the winter. Mm, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so strange. It's opposite most of Colorado. Not Colorado. Right. Yeah. 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 That's so weird. <laughs> Here's some research for us. Now, sometimes I do these things and I'm like, eh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think, okay, I got an idea. And then I'm just like, oh, whoa, this is way more than I thought. This reaches out in ways I never expected. And this is one of those times where I'm just like, wow. Okay. So here, buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> research is on a guy named John C. Fremont. John C. Oh, Fremont. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I know this name. Of Fremont, Nebraska, right? Of Fremont, Fremont, Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. How's the tie-in? Is there a tie-in? What the heck's going on? Sure. Hang on with me. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Here are some of the things that are named after this gentleman. Mm -hmm. Fort Fremont in South Carolina. Okay. It's one of two surviving coastal forts from the U.S. Spanish-American War. Wow. So it's still around. Holy cow. The Fremont neighborhood in Seattle... Okay. Which is where these guys are where from. Where they're from, yeah. Which was... So the guy, John C. Fremont, mm-hmm. from, which I know from here, from Fremont, Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Is also where their neighborhood was named. Like, same... Yes. Here's name. why. Okay. Because people wow. that used to live in Fremont, Nebraska, moved to this part of Seattle. Really? And settled. Okay. And brought the name with them. Mm. And this was in the 1870s, That's 1880s. Wild. And then this part, this neighborhood, it was like its own town, was annexed by Seattle in 1891. Okay. Mm. So kind of like Havelock and Lincoln. It used to be its own city, and now it's yeah. eastern Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. There are counties, Fremont counties in Colorado, Idaho, Iowa, Wyoming. Wyoming. Wow. Wyoming. There are cities or towns named after him in California, Indiana. Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New York, Ohio, Utah, and Wisconsin. That's quite a few. Wow. That is. What made this guy, what, what made him so? We're getting there. We're My getting goodness. There. He's got three mountain peaks named after him. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he also has a 
pass named after him through the Continental Divide. Okay. Okay. There's an island named after him in the Great Salt Lake of Utah, <laughs> Fremont Island. Was, this guy must have been awesome. <laughs> Two hospitals named after him in California. Yeah. Okay. Um, 23 different flowers or plants have his name in their <laughs> scientific name. Who was this guy? And also, Fremont Street in Las Vegas. No. What? That, that's no, not. That, you're lying. Are you serious? Yeah. For this real. Is, that's for real. <laughs> like the original gambling street. Yeah. Named after this Vegas. guy. <laughs> what? Here, here's, here's the scoop. Here's why okay. he's I can't wait famous. for this. This is where I was like blowing my mind. As I was reading all this, I was like, oh my gosh. I just thought about it because there's a name of a town in Nebraska. Yeah. And it connected perfectly. It connected like, like everything. Yes. Everything. What? Wow. All right. So, he was a military man in the 1840s, we'll say. Okay. Um, he also was a guide for Western expansion. So, he would people would hire him to take them out west, okay. whether it be California, whether it be Washington, Nevada, Arizona. He was one of the people that would take families or whole wagon trains, if you will, mm-hmm. and head out west, right? So, he's going through Utah and Wyoming and all those spots. Um, he was in the military, so that's kind of how he got, kind of like a Buffalo Bill sort of dude, mm-hmm. became famous because of that. Um, his nickname, let me think if I, if I wrote it down, was The Pathfinder. Okay. The Pathfinder. Ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it's a movie, isn't it? It's also uh, Nissan. Mm-hmm. has a vehicle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's all about yeah. exploring mm-hmm. and driving around. Good God. Can't say that it's connected, but I'm guessing it's connected. The dude has cars named after him. <laughs> The reason why um, a lot of people know about him and all these, especially the plants and things are named after him, him, was he took very detailed notes of everything he did. He was like an explorer. He was like a Lewis and Clark type dude. Okay. So he would take, uh, he'd go out west and he'd see this kind of plant in the desert of Arizona and he would draw it and sketch it, say what it looked like and what it reminded him of and had all these notes and stuff and was able to like scientifically find all these different uh, species of things that we didn't know about in the mm-hmm. East or the universities and stuff wow. around, right? Yeah. Uh, here's the bummer. He wasn't a good dude. Uh, one, of, he one of the main things about him was, you know how you move West? You push out people. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. you kill some Native Americans. Mm. Maybe you take their land. Uh. Maybe you say, yeah, whatever. We sure. are here. We were right. And, and you guys can just go ahead and get out of here. Uh, that was, you know, some of the wars he fought in for that. Sure. He was the first person to plant a flag in the Rockies, the okay. U.S. flag. So this uh-huh. is before we had the territory. Uh-huh. Oh. He's like, hey. He just claimed it. I claim this for the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does his time in the Army uh, in the First War. And then he gets uh, kind of like promoted up into the Civil War. Okay. And he's the main guy out west. So not south, but on the western edge of this stuff. Okay. So he's Lincoln's go-to dude. And he actually is the only one that won a battle in, 19, in 1861 for the Union in the Western, we'll call it sphere. No kidding. So that what, was in Missouri? Like in Kansas, Missouri Kansas, area? Missouri. Wow. Yeah. So he's kind of, and, and that gets him some fame around the country at that time. He becomes popular because he is, a, I guess, a good strategist and um, or strategist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, leads the troops. Um, Lincoln... Later, fires him because Whoa. apparently, dude was stubborn mm-hmm. and also was like kept to himself. And from Lincoln's letters and notes and stuff, said like, you know, he's really smart and he's a great guy. He's a great leader, 
Uh, the problem is he likes to hide himself away and he won't come out for days at a time. And he mm. just does his, he has some sort of mental thing going on yeah. and people would tell him like, I know people like this. They tell him what to do. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. I ain't doing that. Wow. I'm doing the opposite yeah. thing. Sure. And I'm doing what I want to do. Mm. Uh, but one of the good things he did uh, before he was fired was he promoted this guy uh, named Ulysses S. Grant. Oh. Heard of that guy. Yeah. And, yeah. And he's like, you know what? I think you're doing good. Come on up here. You're promoted. Mm. And Lincoln says, you're fired. You didn't do what I told you. I give you a direct order and you went against it. You're out of here. Yeah. So Ulysses takes over. And the rest is U.S. history, wow. right? So my uh, grandma on my wife's side, so it'd be like my grandma-in-law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she lives in Silver Creek, Nebraska, which okay. is super small, kind of between uh, here and Grand Island. That's, you know, kind of give an idea of where it is. The house that she lives in, there is a um, kind of, I don't know if it's a title or a piece of paper or something, and it kind of lists like all the owners of the house. Yeah. Ulysses S. Grant was one really? of the owners wow. of the house that she lives in currently. Um, and so that's an old Nebraska. house, man. It's, an, it's a very old house. But hmm. yeah, I just thought that was, that was really cool. That's really so, interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess before, when I was talking about how he was in the Mexican-American War, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, he was arrested and court-martialed during that time, too, for not doing what he was supposed to do. So he just did not like authority or anybody telling him what to do. If he he was in charge, it was great. But if anybody else, you know, like said, hey, uh, maybe you should do this, he would not do that. Hmm. Um, Here's another thing he did. He coined the term the Golden Gate. Really? For the strait between Marin County and San Francisco County. So yeah. we know where the Golden Gate Bridge is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was him coming up with that name. Jeez. So hopefully he, you know, trademarked that or whatever. <laughs> um, after the Civil War, he puts all of his military money into the railroad. Okay. Because his whole like life was like getting people expansion out west. How's that working? The railroads. Railroad. So he does, mm-hmm. puts all this money into it, ends up buying What's the big railroad here in Omaha? Union Pacific? Yeah. And before, yeah, before that, they, it was like Santa Fe or something like, there was some mm-hmm. sort of thing there. So he ended up, he was owning the Santa Fe or he was in charge of the Santa Fe Railroad. Um, and then there was this big, like, financial crash in 1873. Okay. Post-war, all that stuff, reconstruction. Hmm. And he basically loses everything. He has no money left. It's all in the railroads. Oh. And people are not doing that anymore. Right. So he's he's like kind of broke and destitute and he's just done uh one of his buddies will end up being this president named rutherford b hayes Mm -hmm. he said you know what i'm gonna appoint you to be the governor of this territory called arizona wow (laughs) just for a job just to get you some bucks man because you know i hate seeing a (laughs) civil war general you know honorated or honored guy decorated um destitute dude sounds like everybody was like man this guy's smart he should lead this thing for me and then they're like oh we made a we made a mistake Mm. what is that i made a terrible mistake just like job and on that show oh Mm. american arrested development development. Uh, yeah huge mistake (laughs) rutherford b his did that because he said you know what word is uh you're not even living in arizona oh uh you're in california but you're the governor of arizona maybe uh, I'm going to give you an ultimatum. You're going to show up to work. Uh, yeah. You cannot work remotely. You're, You're going to come to the office. Not working from home. Or yeah. you can resign. And he um, said, you know what? I'll resign. Peace, Peace out. Deuces. Yeah. So that's what he did. So a little bit later, uh, he's getting older and a little bit more feeble. 
and he moves to Staten Island, New York. Wow. And here's why. All the way across the country. I learned this from a ghost show I watched one time. (laughs) There was, on Staten Island, they had a huge complex for aging military veterans. Okay. Specifically Union uh, from, like, the Civil War. So this is people living there in the 1880s, 1890s, you know, who'd been maybe in their 60s, 70s, which is pretty old back then. Kind of like an old folks home for veterans. Okay. So he lived there. And... In 1890, he was there for a couple years. He's broke. Um, The government, because of his connections, re-enlists him into the military Uh, as a general. Okay. And then says, that's great. Here's your title. Just so he can get a pension. Because he didn't even have that at the time. They didn't have it. Yeah. So one of his, you know, connections brings him back into the military so he can get some more money. And then he dies um, pretty suddenly was real hot outside one day mm. and he was out there maybe had heat stroke or something but he was like man i'm really cold oh they took him into his room and then the next day he was dead he was dead and that's mm. how that went so that's too bad he like could have been even more famous and popular had he yeah. just gone with the flow yeah but it sounds like it was like if it wasn't his idea then he hated it yeah and and that's how it worked but he was known all over the united states especially out west and that's why everything is named after john C. Fremont. Well, I mean, he was everywhere. Wow. Like, yeah. it sounds like he, he was in Missouri, he was in Arizona, he was in California, he's in yep. a, apparently just yeah. Washington or Washington yeah, up in that area. Yeah. So New York. crazy. Yep. Yeah. And then he ends his life over in New York. Like, yep. just like an old, crunchy yeah. old man, all angry about everything. I'm sure yeah. mad at the sky. Damn. <laughs> just think about back then how long it took to get across the country, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, now sure. with trains, it would do it a little bit better, but yeah. still, yeah, still with a train. I mean, right. even a train today across the country takes a long, what well, I think it's a long time. Yeah, a couple days, right? A couple days, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Still. Wow. Yeah, that's that was him. That was That's why he's famous. Mm-hmm. A name that, it's not somebody that we would ever really, I mean, I kind of knew the name, but not really. Yeah. Although the mm-hmm. last name, just because we have a town. Fremont, mm-hmm. yeah. That's not something yeah. you'd learn about in the book, like the history no. book at school. There, there's not much to see in Fremont, Nebraska. Let's be not honest. Really. No, uh, there no, isn't. There's no. no, no. I don't know. It was just uh, when I started reading that last night, and I just kept going and going and going. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's, there should be a big book about this dude. There probably right. is. There probably is. I didn't have time to read it. I only had about an hour last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's as much as I could distill down. I mean, friends with multiple presidents. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that's, what? Yep. Wow. The military just, had to have done that. Cause back, I mean, well, sure. they, they were, were the rock stars I mean, back yeah. then. Yeah. Military and government went pretty hand in hand mm-hmm. in the in right. 1800s or whatever. Like, right. Yep. Yeah. The president was fighting wars. I mean, come on. Up, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Even up until, you know, like the sixties for the United States. Sure. They were, mm-hmm in the military in some sort of right. way, but yeah. it's not the case anymore. But yeah. no. it used to be, that was the only way to really do it. That's how you got your name out there. Yeah. You know, there weren't Let's go to YouTube the videos yeah. or I'd, things like that. I'd, I would bet Eisenhower maybe was one of the last Dwight big. D, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. That was what, the 50s, early 50s yeah, when he probably, was the yeah. president? Mm-hmm. Native mm-hmm. of Kansas. Yeah. Oh, Dwight D. Yep. Hmm. Wow, who would have ever thought? I'd never thought. Here's I mean, a yeah. random thing I remember no. from high school civics history class okay you ever heard of a hoover flag no i've heard of the hoover dam same guy (laughs) okay okay so the great depression happens yeah herbert hoover's in office right it's not really his fault 
but everybody blames him. Mm. A Hoover flag is when you take your pocket and you have it inside out to show you have no money. Oh. So if your pocket's hanging out, that's called a Hoover flag. A Hoover flag. And I remember okay. that from 16 years old. Isn't that crazy? The, pres- the president has zero impact on any of that generally. Yeah. Yeah. Generally. That's, he's been taking the he's, fall. He's the figurehead for it, though. Uh-huh. Clearly, the president Everything. controls yep. gas prices. That's wrong. right. Isn't that where the term thanks, Obama, came from? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> thanks, yeah. Obama. Yeah. Thanks, everything was thanks. That was my 16-year-old thing. Was just thanks, wow. Obama. Thanks, Obama. I did that. What's funny <laughs> is when prices. Obama actually says thanks, Obama. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's hilarious. because he's aware of it. And it's Absolutely. It. And his mic drops. Yeah. Yep. All of his mic drops yep uh okay no trip advisor on this one either really no. that surprises me with three locations I yeah think. no trip advisor really so i went to google on this one too and uh this peter pete mcphail mcfall Pete McFall. Okay. McFall. One review. He has one review. And it was this one. This one right here. Uh, he, he actually ends it with, tried to give him zero stars, but couldn't. Oh, okay. I've so seen so many of those Google reviews. Mm. Like, if I could give less than one star, I would. Like, mm. really? You're, oh you're that mad. You're that mad. Nice. Here's why he was mad. Big mad. Terrible experience. Was not served because I didn't have ID. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a law, right? <laughs> was told it was a Washington state law to have ID. False. That's what he said. Oh, false. Not me. Not me. No, yeah. As a senior and a veteran, oh, okay. I am offended that Ooh. the staff lies about the law and turns away loyal customers. Won't be back. No, oh, he's not loyal then. See ya. You should have uh, known that rule. Peace out. Yeah. Um, Boy, we're cynical, that, aren't we? I seriously, love it. like, uh, what was it? Monday? I think it was Monday. A couple days ago, um, I was in Come and Go, and I was buying my usual, you know, breakfast burrito sure. and a bubbly Red drink. Bull or Bubbler, yeah, yeah, something like that. And a like 40 that. of Steel Reserve. And a 40 of, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, this dude, I don't know, it, was, it had to have been like 8.30 in the morning, 8.45. Um, he was buying something and he needed an ID. Oh, it was it was smokes. Mm-hmm. He was trying to buy a pack of smokes um, in Nebraska. It's 21. He, yeah. Is it federal now? Is it 21 oh, federal? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But is he, it really 21? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A few years ago, two or three years ago, it yeah. got bumped up to 21. So because um, 18-year-olds can't afford cigarettes. That's true. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, but it, it, when you work at a gas station, and I've known this because I used to manage one, you have to card everybody. Everybody. It used to be, like when I first started, um, like cashiering or whatever, that would have been like 2015, 2016, it used to be if they look 40 or under, you uh, had to card them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they looked 40 or over, you didn't have to. Well, then they changed it completely, yeah. and then they upped it to 21 years of age, and they made the machines to where you cannot go forward with scanning the product mm-hmm. until you enter a birthday. Now, you can enter any birthday or whatever sure. and not card somebody, sure. but then you're not doing your job, right? Yeah. And, um, and this dude 
clearly older, gray hair, like clearly in his for, late 40s, 50s, maybe even 60, I don't know. And that's that's why they have that's the age. Card yeah, that's yeah. why you card Right? So um, cashier goes, man, I need, I, I, I have to card everybody. My system will not let me move forward with this purchase unless I card everybody. He goes, this is ridiculous. You really have to card me? Blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm like, dude. This happened like three years ago. So this dude had to have been complaining for the last three years. Sure. Like, has to be. He should have quit smoking by then. No, you think so. Right. (laughs) Uh, But like, it held up the line. And then it was weird because like, I lined up behind him. And then like, you know, as he's having an argument with the cashier, like, the line just built up to like eight people. I'm like, man. And everybody's hating that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Get your ID or get out of here. I wanted to buy this donut. So I, being me. Oh, no why not motto right i said something and he wasn't excited about that either and luckily there's two like construction dudes behind me (laughs) and you up yeah they backed me up we got our ids dude just get the hell out of here yeah it was it was like a whole thing and (laughs) i'm like all i said is like dude i used to manage gas station he's not lying to you we have to card everybody yeah. And he's like, well, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. And the cashiers make all the rules. Let me tell you that. There's no managers or managers they above them the or corporate. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. So you should probably call corporate. He's like, you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right. And uh, 845 yeah, wake up do. call. Yeah. I mm. don't know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Fight the power. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Go buy your smoke somewhere else. <laughs> Roll your own, I guess. Then he put his MAGA hat back on and yeah, marched out the door. Walked out. Yeah. There we go. All right, untapped. Uh, 945 check-ins. 945. Okay. Seems pretty limited, probably. So I, I mean, you're not getting this anywhere. No? 945 check-ins. Where do you think we land on the <sighs> Fremont B- barrel-aged B-bomb? Four, you know... Four. Point three four. Four three four? Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm gonna go higher too because this is awesome oh. and I'm gonna rate it high. Okay. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go four two one. Four three nine. Oh, oh so close. close. <laughs> Real close. Yeah. Mm. I every bit of it, man. Every bit of it. God. That's that was so worth the wait. This it is was... my favorite style of beer, and that's yeah. why. Yeah. I mean just so worth the wait. Oh, every little drink, you're just like, Oh, what a treat. It was so good. I mean, even with the with the Queen Anne milk chocolate, yeah. cherries. Yeah. Broke yeah. it up in the middle. Ooh, yeah. It yeah. was good. I mean, those are really sweet. Those are as sweet as I remember them being and the beer was just like a nice little yeah. cut mm-hmm. slash through it. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Well, we are we are in the thick of Christmas now, right? And, We're getting and real so close. In the thick of it. We got some got some Christmas beers coming. Yeah, I got yeah. them. I yeah. got them already stashed mm-hmm. away. Don't uh, worry about that. A couple more stouts, the Christmas beers, some stuff ahead of us. So. Are we going to do a clean out the beer fridge again? We Look, have to. I think we have to. Have it's to. getting it's pretty be, uh, crowded. Look, back there. I looked back there just to like you know. Brian asked me yeah, in our little group chat. He's yeah. like, "Hey, what's the schedule?" I'm like, you know. I don't really know, but I'm going to go back there and see what we have, and mm-hmm. maybe I can get some ideas. Um, and then I just kind of look back there, and I'm like, wow, there's a hodgepodge of lots of shit. There's a lot of randos. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes the best. Know. So I went. I instantly went to Rich will figure it out. Yep. I'm going to leave. Perfect. That's <laughs> above your pay grade. I <laughs> I'll like figure it. it out. I'll figure it out. So, uh, yeah, a couple Christmas beers, more stouts, clean out the beer fridge, and then we're going to go fresh into uh, into 2023. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I've got a couple, I got a couple of beers that I'm sitting on. Oh, One yeah. from a, uh, a brewer here locally. 
Okay. That, uh, we've done some Nebraska beers before. Yeah. Uh, this guy was the first guy where some of the brewers in town, when he opened, uh, some of the brewers here, like some of the really, really good brewers who own breweries were like, uh-oh. Oh yeah! Oh, I like an uh oh. And mean, pressure's on. My goodness, his stuff is good. So good. Uh, we're gonna do some of his stuff. Uh, yeah, and then, gosh, who knows? If you, you send know what us, that means, if you send us more beers, there right? you go. Yeah, send us all the beer. Yeah, we won't but, complain. I don't think you understood what Dolan just said. Send us all the beer. Oh, all of the send beers. Send us all the beer. All the beers. I don't okay. care what you got. Send Please. it to me. Yeah. Yeah. So until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.